What is up, ASM? It's so good to be back with you guys. We're jumping into James chapter four, once again, nearing kind of the end of our book. Um, but before we get into that, uh, let's just be honest, let's be frank. Uh, I'm sure you guys know of the news uh, this week that uh, our state's starting to shut back down uh, due to COVID-19. And so before we jump into this, let's just take a moment and pray and pause, collect our thoughts, get our mindset right, that we're going to spend some time with God. We're going to spend some time in his word. Uh, and so let's pray together for that. And, and let's pray also just for our state and country for people uh, just to stay healthy. Um, so bow your heads with me. God, we love you. We recognize that you are king, that you are in control. Um, God, I know that we probably have just a lot of feelings right now of uh, either fear, anxiety, uh, hurt, frustration, uh, whatever it may be, God. I just pray that we would recognize that we can offer those things to you, that, that you are our comforter, that you are uh, our God, our Father, um, that you love us. Uh, we know that you are in control and we can have peace in that. God, just pray that as we spend some time just in your word, in this letter, um, God, I would just pray that you would use this time to change us, help us become a better follower of you. Let us give freely of uh, our sin and offer that up to you, God, to, to be changed. God, we love you. Uh, we praise things in your name. Amen. All right. Let's jump right in. Uh, we're in James chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Just two verses this week, I know, but these are huge ones. It's so big, such an important passage. So let's read it together. It's only two verses, uh, and let's talk. So starting with verse 11, James writes this in his letter, the Word of God. He says, Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister judges them. Uh, speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your brother? All right, so let's, let's talk about this. Why is it unacceptable to slander. First of all, what is slander? Uh, slander, if you don't know, means uh, speaking against someone else. So particularly in a negative way, right? So for example, uh, it would be me saying, hey, Mitchell sucks. Uh, that is slander. That's, that's bad. We don't do that. We don't say that. Uh, but so why is that bad though? What, what is it that James is getting here? Well, first of all, we're followers of Jesus, right? So our goal, our purpose is that we want to serve him. We want to follow Jesus. We want to follow what he asks of us, what he commands us. We want, we want to be closer to him, right? And so if we slander, it's actually harmful to our fellow believers, to our brothers and sisters. What kind of example is that setting for the world, right? I mean, think of this. You guys probably know Andrew and Tura uh, Piccini, our amazing high school leaders, uh, both of them senior leaders. So if you're middle school, if you don't know them, uh, I hope you get to meet them, but they're awesome. They're close friends of mine. But just imagine this. What if uh, I was talking to Tura 
And Tura is just telling me all the things that Andrew does that just annoy her so bad. You know, she's saying like, Andrew always leaves the toilet seat up. Andrew always leaves the water running and our water bill is insane. Isn't he just so clueless? Isn't he such a fool? He's, He's crazy for doing this. I can't believe he's so dumb that he keeps doing this. Like, imagine you are seeing Tura talk to me about her husband that way. By the way, she does not do that. This is a fake example. But imagine you're seeing that. What do you think about Andrew and Tura's relationship? You're probably not thinking it's a super healthy relationship and one that's full of love, right? And so for us, it's important that we recognize that the way that we talk to our brothers and sisters, the way that we talk to uh, the family of Christ that we are all a part of, if we believe Jesus is King and our Savior, if we believe that, we're talking to family, the way that you talk to your brother and the way that you talk about your brother and sister. Uh, It needs to be full of love and not slander. We don't put each other down. I mean, what kind of example is that setting for the world? Um, Just think back a couple weeks ago, I talked about, uh, and also in this letter of James, tame the tongue. The tongue is a powerful thing. It can destroy. This is that. This is part of that. But also, in this passage, James is warning about something else. He says that when you slander against your brother, your sin is not just between you and your friend, your, your fellow believer. It's actually between you and God. So he says, you speak against the law and judge it. What, what does that mean? When we slander, we speak against the law. What does he mean? Well, just to help you think about this, he, he's talking about this in, in kind of a relative position, right? Where if we start here, right? Us fellow believers, we sit right here and God is up here. God is above us. That's a fact. We know that. So when we sit here, we're living life. When we slander against someone, when we judge them for their sin and we come down on them from a point, we elevate ourselves and say, hey, I'm better than you and I'm up here and I know better than you and you don't and I'm pushing you down and you're elevating yourself up to actually the same position as God that God sits in right? We're supposed to stay beneath him. And yet what we're trying to do is basically say to God, hey, actually, I'm going to do your job for you. I, I know I know you. I know how to do this, right? So I'm going to do it. And actually, really what our sin there is, is two, twofold, right? First of all, we're elevating ourselves. And second of all, it's full of pride, right? Really, we're talking about the sin of pride, of thinking that we are better, that we know better, That's so problematic for so many reasons. But just what does Jesus say about this? Uh, Matthew 7, verses 4 and 5, this is Jesus speaking. He says, how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. How is it that we can say that we hold the position of judge over someone when what Jesus is saying here, you have a plank in your eye and you're trying to remove the little speck from someone else. You're guilty of sin as well. You're guilty of breaking his commands as well. How can you say that I am, I am so much better than you that I'm going to sit here in judgment over you, right? And I'm, I'm going to come down in judgment on you and I'm actually going to elevate myself to God's position that only he can hold because he's the only one. He doesn't have a speck or a plank in his eye. He's perfect. He's the one that judges us. He's the one that, that can come down on us in that way. 
And so that's, that's the big problem is that judgment of others is all about elevation of yourself up to God's position. And what this is not talking about is accountability. So you may have heard this phrase, accountability. Um, and, and so I want to explain a little bit. What is the difference of judgment and accountability, right? So what is accountability? What, what does that mean? Uh, well, accountability is kind of the opposite of judgment in this way. If judgment's all about elevating ourselves, accountability is all about actually lowering yourself or humbling yourself. What it is, is it's you saying to another believer, hey, I need help. I want to follow Jesus. I want to do it better. I'm struggling you could be struggling with something specific. You could be struggling with a lot of things. You probably are. I am. We all are. So it's saying, this is what I'm struggling with. I want you to help me. When you see this, I want you to help me. Call me out on it. Remind me, hey, that's not what God wants you to do. And help me follow him better. There's a difference of holding someone accountable, of helping them follow God, helping them follow Jesus better, and you sitting in judgment over them, right? Again, this is that difference. Judgment is about elevation of yourself. Accountability is about the humbling of yourself. And so we need accountability. It is a core part of what it means to follow Jesus and how we follow Jesus is that we are accountable to one another as brothers and sisters in his family. James is certainly not saying don't hold each other accountable. In just a few pages later, just a few paragraphs later, he says this, James 5, 16, says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Together, we are to be accountable to one another, right? And that is so important in our, our ability to follow Jesus and the way that we follow Jesus. And it's so different than sitting in judgment where you're saying, I am better than you. Accountability is saying, hey, we both are struggling. Let's help each other. And so think about this idea of accountability. I think this is actually the main takeaway from this passage is that uh, we're not to slander one another. However, we are to be accountable to one another. It means that we're to encourage each other to follow Jesus better. We call out sin in each other, but we don't do it from a position where we're elevating ourselves. We do it from a position of, hey, I love you, I care about you, and I want to see you follow Jesus. Um, there's good ways to do this. Um, and, and it's different for each person and what this exactly looks like. You may have heard the phrase, I need an accountability partner. Um, I feel like maybe if you've thought about that before, if you haven't, and this is your first time, but um, the idea of accountability partner is that not that you have one single person in your life that's gonna fix all of your problems following God. Really, uh, you probably need a lot of accountability partners in a lot of different places in your life looking for different things where you're going to someone that you see is following Jesus, that, that you know you love and trust and they love and trust you. Uh, and you can say to them, hey, I need some help with this. Uh, this is what I'm struggling with. When you see it, can you help me? Can, can you shoot me a text? Can we FaceTime? Can we call? Especially right now uh, when we're a little bit more distant from one another. Um, does, this doesn't have to be your small group leader. This could be someone in your small group. This could be someone else in your life. Uh, your parents are a great source of accountability. Um, but it's so important that we need this accountability because it's all about humility. All right, so uh, as we close, just a couple things to think about. First of all, uh, who, who could you ask to help you be accountable? 
What, what would that relationship look like? What is it that you need accountability in? Uh, and then the second one is really be honest with yourself. And this is just personal reflection. How do you show that you care about your brother's or your sister's relationship with God? How do you actively show that to people and how can you do better at that? Um, and then the opposite is, how do you show that you're actually elevating yourself and being prideful and how can you be better at that as well? Um, so this is a short passage, such a good passage. It's so convicting for me, I know. So I, I hope for you guys too that you see this. Uh, and, and let's work. Let's not judge each other. Uh, let's be accountable to one another and encourage each other in love, follow Jesus better. Have a great week uh, and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks.